Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Paleo Valley, and one of their products that I use on a regular basis is their apple cider vinegar complex, and I use it to help support my energy, my blood sugar, and to promote good digestion. You guys have heard me talk about the importance of stomach acid in the past, Stomach acid helps us prevent against pathogens. So when we eat food, pathogens come in like parasites and bad bacteria. Good stomach acid helps kill those things. It also helps us break down protein and absorb minerals and different nutrients. Well, apple cider vinegar is one of the best things you can be using to help promote the right amount of stomach acid to be produced. And that's why I take this with meals. On top of that, the apple cider vinegar, really it's really good for blood sugar stability. See, when you have blood sugar imbalances, that can make you crash in the afternoon and cause your body to hold on to fat, especially belly fat, which makes you feel hungrier more often. You have cravings. Well, good news. You can actually take apple cider vinegar. Research has shown that it helps reduce the glycemic load and improve your insulin sensitivity and that is really key for all day energy. On top of that, it helps with weight loss by lowering your fasting blood glucose, by increasing your metabolism, improving your muscle performance so you can crush your workouts, regulating your appetite so you feel like you're in control and you're not just driven by your hunger and cravings. It also decreases insulin and that's key because insulin is the fat storage hormone and insulin, more insulin we have in our bloodstream, the more inflammation our body's going to produce. So apple cider vinegar is powerful for getting insulin under control, bringing down inflammation and helping you burn fat for fuel. So what I love about the apple cider vinegar complex is it's a thousand milligrams of apple cider vinegar, about a one and a half tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And then they also combined it with other warming herbs. They have 300 milligrams of turmeric, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory herbs, 300 milligrams of ginger. And turmeric and ginger really synergize to have a powerful anti-inflammatory effect in the body. They're also great for the digestion, for gut health, for stomach acid production. There's also 150 milligrams of cinnamon in here. We know cinnamon is one of the best things for blood sugar support and 50 milligrams of lemon. And lemon really is good for stomach acid production. Bile flow helps stimulate production of bile, pancreatic enzymes, so we can really digest our food optimally. And Paleo Valley, all their ingredients are all, they're all organic. So no toxins in there. And it is really pure and it works, guys. So definitely check this out. You can go to paleovalley.com, use the coupon code JOCKERS at checkout to save 15%. I know you guys will love this product. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos all about nasal breathing. Most people are mouth breathers, and mouth breathing is going to drive up their sympathetic nervous system, 
drive down their parasympathetic nervous system. Now, I know those are big words, but I'm going to explain those in more detail in this podcast. You guys are going to learn the science and neurology of breathing and how critical nasal breathing is for good circulatory health, for getting oxygen into the deep tissues of the body, supporting our overall innate healing ability. It's really, really powerful. You guys are going to love this podcast. And if you haven't left us a review, please do that now. I want to take a moment and read Matt Lowe's review that he left on Apple iTunes. It says, Dr. Jockers does a great job of informing the listener on the importance of the topics covered in an easy to understand and simple way. Then he does an excellent job of teaching the listener and how to apply it, the information discussed right away in their daily lives. I highly encourage all the listeners of this podcast to purchase Dr. Jocker's book, The Fasting Transformation. It changed my life drastically. Thanks, Dr. Jockers, for all you do. May God bless you and your family and all that you put your hands to. Thanks so much, Matt, for leaving that great five-star review. Uh, guys, you know, leave your review and I'll be happy to read it on here. And that really means the world to us. It helps us reach more people and impact more lives. Thank you guys for being a part of this community. Let's go into the show. Today, we're talking about nasal breathing, the benefits and how to do it properly. So you're either breathing out of your nose or out of your mouth or a combination of both. However, most people are chronic mouth breathers, meaning that they're taking in a majority of their air through their mouth. And when they do that, that tells the body, it actually triggers the nervous system to say, okay, I'm in a fight. I need to be in a fight or flight response, as opposed to nasal breathing. When we're breathing out of our nose, we are sending a signal to our nervous system that we're relaxed. We're in a position where we, are, we don't have to fight for our survival. We're in a relaxed state. And therefore, it actually releases nitric oxide, which is this powerful compound that helps to dilate blood vessels. And it brings 10 to 20% more oxygen into the brain and the body. Nasal breathing is also associated with the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps calm us. It helps to stimulate good digestion and triggers our body to heal and repair itself. So really throughout the day, we want to mostly be breathing out of our nose. We should only be breathing out of our mouth when we are talking. And if we are exerting ourselves at a really high intensity, then we need just more airflow as a whole. So we should be breathing out of you know, our, both our, our nose and our mouth. And so when we are chronic mouth breathers, like most people are, they are triggering their sympathetic nervous system, their fight or flight nervous system. And if you're doing that, especially at night, that's not going to allow you to sleep effectively. Also, when you're doing it at night, it causes dry mouth, which increases the acidification of the mouth and results in more dental cavities and gum disease. We also know that mouth breathing actually distorts the facial shape and increases a child's risk of forward head posture and reduces their overall breathing strength, right? Their respiratory strength. And it increases your risk of snoring and obstructive sleep apnea. So if you're developing sleep apnea associated with mouth breathing and not being able to breathe effectively out of your nose, nasal breathing is also very good for warming and humidifying incoming air, removing a significant amount of germs and bacteria. In fact, a 2012 study showed that it improved as opposed to mouth breathing just nasal breathing itself improved allergic rhinitis, right? So, you know, upper respiratory types of aller allergic responses. And so it's very, very good for the immune system. Also, interestingly, a 2016 study out of neuroscience 
showed that nasal breathing improved your limbic related brain areas, your, your amygdala and your hippocampus, which are associated with your mood. They're associated with fear. And also the hippocampus in particular is associated with memory. And in this study, it showed that nasal breathing really improved memory. And then they did a follow-up study in 2018 in, in the journal Neuroscience, and they showed that nasal breathing improves memory. So if you really want to have better memory, you want to breathe through your nose throughout the day. There was also a 2013 study in NeuroReport that showed that it increased oxygen in the prefrontal cortex. So amazing benefits from nasal breathing, increases oxygen uptake and circulation. It also supports deep and restorative sleep quality because it's triggering that parasympathetic nervous system, which calms your body. Again, improves physical and cognitive health. It activates that parasympathetic nervous system, lowers your risk of allergies, nasal congestion, hay fever, supports a proper facial development in children, and it also improves your oral health. So you have a lower risk of cavities, gum disease, when you're breathing through your nose, particularly at night, but really throughout the day as well to get the best benefits. So nitric oxide has mm -hmm. been shown to, again, improve the oxygen uptake in the blood and into the brain when you have this nasal nitric oxide. It increases tissue oxygenation by 10 to 20% and improves your mood, your memory, and your mental drive, again, by impacting the limbic regions like the amygdala, and then also with memory, the hippocampus, where we store our memory. And so really great stuff there. Also improves your overall sleep quality, helps you get better deep and REM sleep. And so I measure my sleep using a aura ring, right? So a little ring that I wear that, that's hooked up to an app on my phone, and I'm able to track my deep and REM sleep. And I've actually been using something called mouth tape over my mouth to make sure that I'm able to breathe through my nose. And it's really powerful how it impacts my deep and REM sleep. They are significantly improved uh, since I've been using this several years ago. Now, nasal breathing, again, improves deep sleep. It reduces snoring. And this is how I found out. My wife, um, when I was single, I didn't know that I snored. I didn't think I did. And then I got married and my wife said, you know what, you're snoring. And I said, oh, really? And so I looked into this and this is you know, many years ago. And I found mouth taping and I said, okay, let me try this. I taped my mouth and, you know, I stopped snoring and I also improved my deep and my REM sleep quality. I also reduced dry mouth. I used to wake up often with sore throats. Um, you know, when you wake up first thing in the morning, it almost never happens now. And it really improved my daytime energy levels. And I used to have a lot of nasal congestion. I have a lot less now. And that's surprising to a lot of people. They say, you know what? There's no way I could, I could breathe out of my nose, especially at night, because I'm always so congested. But believe it or not, that has to do with the microbiome in your nasal sinuses and your nasal cavity. And so the more that you are nasal breathing throughout the day and at night, the better you are going to be. Actually, it's going to help to shape, reshape your nasal microbiome create more balance there and you're going to have less congestion. We also know that for children, when children are developing, nasal breathing is really associated with a well-developed jaw that is and and good definition of the cheekbones. And those tend to be very very good for beauty characteristics, kind of a wide face, well-developed jaw, good definition of cheekbones and also for good tooth structure. So for me, um, I did not do that. And I developed forward head posture, which takes out the natural cervical curve in your neck 
and can cause a lot of different health problems, which I did have irritable bowel uh, in my early 20s. Um, and this is probably one of the reasons why, because I was a chronic mouth breather. So I developed forward head posture. I also, uh, I also did not, I have narrow, a very, very narrow face. Although I think, you know, I'm good looking. I don't have those natural characteristics. Um, and then also my tooth structure, the, the way that my teeth came in, um, was really poor and I had braces for three years. So nasal breathing is associated with much lower risk of needing braces. The teeth come in and they set in really, really well. Um, better overall cervical curve, um, your, your ear, you know, your head's back over your shoulders. So you don't have that forward head posture. And that's really important for a child's ability to focus. There's a higher risk of ADHD um, with kids that have forward head posture. There's a lot of risks of um, asthma, allergies, different issues like that when they have forward head posture. So really getting this done, getting this set properly and, and doing nasal breathing as a child is so critical. It's really, really important for the overall development of the face and the immune system, right? And of course, a lower risk of cavities and, uh, you know, gum, gum disease and different issues like that. So it's a lot that goes into that. And we know that the average person out there is actually breathing really fast. They're doing 12 to 18 breaths per minute, just these short, shallow breaths. And that again, triggers that fight or flight response. So they have more sympathetic activity, higher blood sugar, higher adrenal stress hormones, Whereas optimal breathing is really slowing that down, long, deep breaths. So like six breaths per minute, one breath that takes 10 seconds, um, just nice, long, deep breaths, long inhale, long exhale. Um, and that is associated with parasympathetic function, which really allows you to rest, heal, digest, and regenerate effectively. And even when you're exercising, a lot of people think, well, I've got to breathe out of my mouth when I'm exercising. But when we exercise, there's actually three breathing phases. One is the brace, which we've all experienced. Like if you're doing a heavy squat or a heavy bench press or something, there's a point where you kind of hold your breath. That's the brace. And of course that happens during intense exercise or intense stress. There's mouth breathing, but really that should only happen when you build a high enough oxygen debt that you will need to increase your airway to get more air into your lungs. So you shouldn't be doing that by default. You should be mostly nasal breathing. And interestingly, a 2018 study out of the International Journal of Kinesiology and Sports Science showed that when you were breathing out of your nose while exercising, okay, and, and doing it, you know, you're exercising it, not at a very high intensity, but low to moderate intensity, it actually improves your VO2 max, your respiratory rate. So you actually lowers the amount of respirations that you take improves your oxygen consumption, your oxygen delivery, and your carbon dioxide production. So it actually improves uh, those levels. So you're actually consuming more oxygen, you're producing less waste, and you get improved cardiac and metabolic responses. So you're able to burn more fat, you're able to again, improve that VO2 max, you're able to have you know better blood pressure. So it really improves a lot of different regions when you're doing this while you're exercising and people notice that they don't fatigue as quickly because they're able to basically gather more oxygen in their cells or have able to have better oxygen consumption and utilization. So they're able to go longer with exercise. So practice nasal breathing, obviously there comes a point where you're going at a real high intensity and you build enough oxygen debt where you need to breathe out of your mouth, but try as much as possible to be breathing out of your nose and only your nose while you're exercising at lower moderate intensities. 
I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite supplements. It's called Curcumin Gold. You guys know I'm a huge advocate of turmeric, this Indian spice and the different polyphenols and compounds in there that help reduce inflammation. The most well-studied is curcumin. Curcumin has been shown to outperform your typical non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol in many different studies by reducing pain and inflammation without the harmful side effects. And what I love about the curcumin gold is that it contains turmeric curcumin extract. It contains vegan omega-3s made from algae, the long chain uh, omega-3 called DHA, which is so powerful for the brain, so powerful for heart health and reducing inflammation. It also has ginger oil. Those carefully selected ingredients support healthy joint function and address the root cause of inflammation within your body. Now, trust me when I say you won't find anything else on the market quite like this. In fact, my friends over at Purality Health have a patented formula that utilizes something called micelle liposomal technology, which delivers nutrients directly into your bloodstream. And it's proven to be 800% more efficient than traditional supplements. Even better, it's backed by a 180-day money-back guarantee. And today, we have a 30% off coupon just for you. Visit PurityHealth.com. Use the coupon DRJ to access 30% off today. Now, ways to support nasal breathing, because some of you guys are thinking, there's no way I can do this because I'm always congested. So we'll talk about that, some strategies we can take. But number one is you just got to be mindful of your breathing patterns, mindful of how you are breathing and trying to be mindful of not breathing out of your mouth and only breathing out of your nose. There's acupressure techniques that I'm going to show you. One very simple technique. There's many of them out there, but there's one very simple technique that can really help improve any sort of sinus congestion that you can do right now as you're listening to this. There's also mouth taping. This is especially good at night, okay, or times like maybe uh, when you're exercising, if you really want to, although I wouldn't do it if you're, if you're intending to exercise at a high, high intensity. However, if you're really trying to train your body to breathe out of your nose, just putting some tape over your mouth allows you to do that because you can't breathe out of your mouth. So at, at night, this is what I do. I put some tape over my mouth. And again, it trains my body to breathe through my nose. Um, you can also use nasal strips or nasal magnets that work well to kind of open up your nostrils to allow more oxygen, 10 to 20% uh, more airflow right through there. And there's also sinus rinses. If you're really noticing a lot of congestion, there's a sinus cleanse spray that I'm going to show you. And you can also nebulize. You can nebulize hydrogen peroxide. You can nebulize biomolecular oxygen, different things that you can nebulize that will get right up into your respiratory system and help clear out um, all kinds of junk and uh, different pathogens and bad bacteria and fungus and things like that, that are in your sinuses that may be congesting you. So acupressure technique, this is really simple. Step one, place and push your tongue against the top of your mouth. So just take your tongue, put it and lay it flat against the top of your mouth. Step two is put your finger, could be any finger, between your eyebrows and apply some pressure. So right in between that little spot between your eyebrows, you go ahead, you put some pressure there with your tongue at the, at the top or the roof of your mouth. And then hold that position for 20 to 30 seconds. And you'll be surprised. 80% of people tell me, wow, I already noticed and I'm breathing better. That my sinuses seem to be 
um, less congested. And so try that out for yourself. Again, tongue at the roof of your mouth, put your finger right in, in that spot between your eyebrows, hold that position for 20 to 30 seconds. Now, breathe right strips. This is something that I like to use as well. It really helps open up your nostrils so you get more airflow, especially if you're concerned about you know, snoring or not. If you have mouth tape and you're, not, you're concerned you're not going to be able to get enough oxygen in through your nose, this can really help because, again, it's going to open up the nostrils. And uh, there's also uh, magnets as well that will do this. There's different magnet brands where you've got little magnets you put on your nose and a little strip that connects them and it opens up those nostrils. But it can be really helpful for relieving nasal congestion that's caused by colds or allergies. Really good for people with deviated septums. You might have a deviated septum that can cause disruption in airflow and that can help because it just again opens everything up. And of course it reduces snoring caused by nighttime nasal congestion. So you can also use a neti pot right? Neti pot, you take some saline, right? And saline is easy. You just take eight ounces of clean purified water. You put a half a teaspoon of sea salt in there and you just mix it up until the salt is dissolved. So you shouldn't see like salt clumping at the bottom or anything like that. Just mix it up till it's dissolved. You put that saline in there and the salt water is natural antifungal, antibacterial, right? So it helps to grab up bad bacteria and fungus that are in there and really helps to clean the area up and reduces inflammation in that region. So a lot of people see really good results using a neti pot to help reduce sinus congestion. So that's something you do in the evening before you go to bed as well, or just really whenever you need to is use the neti pot. And then we also have a specific sinus spray, and this is a fulvic humic acid uh, based spray. So it's these bioactive carbons that help the microbiome in your sinuses communicate more effectively. And when the, the microbiome in the sinuses is communicating well, it actually helps to naturally reduce bad fungal you know, species and bacterial species that are causing inflammation there and will help to naturally align the right bacteria and the right microbes to produce the right amount of postbiotics to support good nasal activity. So you're able to really breathe effectively in there. So ion sinus is great. Use this regularly. It's really, really good for overall sinus health. And really just about everybody can use uh, improved sinus health. Most people have colonization of mold or fungal species, bad bacteria in there. That's, you know, causing them to have to obviously clear their nostrils a lot, causing post-nasal drip, causing a lot of different issues causing breathing problems. And so using something like this, the ion sinus spray can be really helpful there. Now you can also do a nebulizer and I've done a previous podcast video and have an in-depth article on my website, all about nebulizing hydrogen peroxide for respiratory health. But a nebulizer is a piece of medical equipment that changes certain medications or therapeutic supplements from a liquid form to a mist, right? So it takes it from a liquid, makes it into a gas or puts it into aerosol droplets that allow you to inhale it. And it can even get deep into your lung. And so the benefits, it improves the absorption into your respiratory system. So whatever you're trying to nebulize, um, it could just be saline even. Again, we talked about how the salt itself is antimicrobial, so saline. But also you can add in something like hydrogen peroxide, which uh, is antimicrobial as well to kill off fungal species, bacteria, different things like that. Um, and then 
you can also add in things like biomolecular oxygen to get it into deep into the tissues as well. So you get more oxygenation into the cells. You can do glutathione, a reduced form of glutathione as well to support your immune system. And uh, it's really great. So this is something I, I definitely recommend for prevention of respiratory infections, but also to help improve sinus uh, sinus congestion can be really helpful. And so how do you prepare this? Basically, you just prepare hydrogen peroxide. This is just a simple recipe. Take two teaspoons of 3% food grade hydrogen peroxide and, and combine that to eight ounces of saline water. Again, saline water, you can make your own. Just take eight ounces of purified water and add a half a teaspoon of sea salt. Stir it up really good until the salt is dissolved. So you take the eight ounces there you add in two teaspoons of 3% food grade hydrogen peroxide. And then you go ahead and you take about two to three mLs or about a half a teaspoon uh, for each nebulizing session. And it will last you about 10 minutes or so of nebulizing. And then you can keep that solution refrigerated for a long time and continue to reuse it. It's really simple to easy to make. One thing I also like adding in there is a drop or two of biomolecular oxygen right? Which helps the body eliminate anaerobic pathogens. So this oxygen is um, real disruptive for anaerobic pathogens, pathogens that live without oxygen. It also supports your detoxification pathways and improves cellular energy production and can be really good when you're nebulizing. It can get up into, you know, into the blood and as the nasal passages are opening up, can deliver it right into the brain as well. So it can really help relieve um, you know, just kind of headaches, congestion related, brain fog, things like that. So it can be really, really helpful there. Um, so I, I like using that biomolecular oxygen as well from microbe formulas. So if you guys are listening to this on video, I will have links for the um, article on hydrogen, on nebulizing hydrogen peroxide underneath this. I'll also have a link for the biomolecular oxygen product and a, a detailed link that goes through all the studies on nasal breathing so you can better understand that. Guys, thanks so much. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this training. Uh, be sure to leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. That really helps us reach more people and impact more lives. Appreciate you guys, and we'll see you on a future video. Well, that's all for this show. And I wanna thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you wanna dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.